Welcome to Cigar Hustlers Podcast, cigar industry information with a twist, with your host, Mike Stepankevich from Cigar Hustler, and me, I'm Mike Palmer from the Florida Cigar Club. Everybody grab a cigar, pour yourself a drink, have a seat. This week, episode one, we talk to Z and Emil from Cordoba and Morales Cigars. Every day I'm hustling, <laughs> hustling real hard, hustling, hustling real hard. Okay, so the podcast is, is a little bit different than other podcasts mm-hmm. as, as much as we're not so concerned about a particular cigar or promoting anything in, yep. in, in any fashion. It's more along the lines of um, the people of the cigar industry, okay. right? So... That's kind of what I wanted to gear it towards. And I don't have anything to promote anyway. Right. Oh, well, you do. You got, Everything a, couple, you got a couple cigars, right? But first, I'll tell you about Halloween since you're asking me. So when we, as we're recording this, Halloween was a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly when it's going to air. Um, so my neighbor, I got these neighbors down the street, and... Um, they walk this dog that's 110 years old, oh. blind as a bat, um, you know, and they've always been kind of personal, but they've been a little strange, right? A little standoffish. A little standoffish, yeah. But, you know, I'm still like, hey, how are you? Whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like, do you need a bag to pick up your dog shit that just shit in my yard? But oh. they'll, no, they'll, they'll pick up they'll pick up the dog or they'll, they'll pick up the crap or whatever. So yeah. that's all good. Wave neighbors. We call them wave neighbors. You yeah. I don't know who they are, but you wave at them. Yeah. Totally. That's them. Okay. All right, so I dress up. We do like a whole family thing. So my son, I don't know where this came from, but he said he wanted to be Power Rangers. Wow. We don't watch Power Rangers. The big one? Uh, yeah, he's like, oh, I want to be a Red Ranger. I'm like, okay, well, we don't watch Power Rangers at the house, but sure, no problem. So I'm the Green Ranger. He's a Red Ranger. My wife's the Pink Ranger. Mm-hmm. And um, my little guy, Justice, is the Blue Ranger. Oh, right. Yellow is a, I Yellow think is a girl. girl. Oh, oh, a girl. Oh, oh, Come on. Come on. Come on, we're, we're, we're above that. You can be the, <laughs> oh, you can be, Come you can on. be the yellow if you want to. <laughs> you can be the pink one if you want to. Or true. whatever. Just you can go into anybody. I digress. You want. <laughs> so, yes. so, everybody meets over at, at our house. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as far as like my uh, brother and sister in law, their, their family, their kids, um, my mother in law, my father in law, and we all kind of go out, right? So, I don't know. We got. Um, I got two kids, they have three, so there's five of us at least running around. And then, you know, we kind of pick up kids as we're walking around with other families. So we go and we knock on this door. A small herd by the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and, I, and I'm holding my little guy by his hand and walking him up because he's only two, mm-hmm. right? And he's dressed like a Power Ranger, too. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're a whole squad. <laughs> I'm getting that image in my head right now. <laughs> we approach this house, and you can see that the lights are on inside of the house, mm-hmm. right? So um, Madison, which is the my um, niece, mm-hmm, my, sure. yeah, my niece mm-hmm. knocks on the door. She's five, no answer. So she knocked again, and then she knocked again, all within like you know a ten second span yeah. or whatever. And then this guy opens the door, and it's the guy with the old with dog. The old dog. Mm-hmm. And he opens the door and looks at me and says, "Our light is not on outside." 
and we are not participating in Halloween. Oh. Jehovah Witness. <laughs> I don't know what he was, you know. People don't but, do it like they used to. Yeah, so, people just true. don't get into it. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of dark houses. So we didn't obviously knock, not knock on those houses, but we his that lights were light, you know, but not his front. Not, light. not its porch light. Right. So. Um, I don't know if it was because I'm with my kids or whatever, but, oh. like, I started to get a little pissed yeah. off. I'm like, Empire oh, ass, just really? Up there and, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, so I was ready to whoop this old man's ass, you know? Um, and the Green Ranger. Yeah, I'm like, hey, I'm the Green Ranger. <laughs> I will fuck you up, yeah. Yeah. you know? Um, I'm so glad we can curse, by the way. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, should I? No, yeah, they, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah okay. So, um, <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't know what, what I, like, that wouldn't have been my approach. No. I would have been like, hey, I'm really sorry. Yeah. We don't have any candy or anything like that. That's cool. So, but like now I'm thinking. Hmm. I just turned off the inside light. Well. Behind the couch, honey. Where I come from, Halloween is a simple trick or treat, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Oh. So, trick. if, if you don't have the treats, <laughs> I, you know, I'm pretty much, I, I'm okay to do whatever the hell I want to your house, right? <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I was pretty gassed up and walked away and just let it go. But now I'm thinking when I see him on the street and if he tries to cross the road in front of me, I'll just step on the gas real quick because I'm not participating in him crossing the street. <laughs> We're no longer participating in any of that. Well, I mean, I, I would never. Oh, when he does come to you. Yeah, he walks his dog all the way around. Get your fucking dog out of my <laughs> exactly. This loan doesn't participate with old <laughs> blind dog <laughs> shit, right? So, I mean, I would never do that, but yeah. the fact of the matter yeah. is, is like, people are... have a little bit of respect for your neighbor. Yeah, yeah and I'm surrounded by little two-year-old, three-year-old, and four-year-olds. That sounds like a Jehovah's yeah. Witness, I swear. So, they probably wouldn't have opened the door at all, actually. But. No, they could open the door. Yeah. The kid keeps opening. Madison was pretty adamant about knocking on the door. <laughs> yeah, we see the lights. We see you. We need <laughs> candy. That's funny. That night, so the door should have sent her back again. I was with my best friend, <laughs> and motherfucker, uh, David uh, hit the bar like a uh, hundred pounds of ice cream, uh, candy. Nobody came in. <laughs> You're kidding. There's me. so I many people that do that. There's so yeah. many people. That he said there were so many people walking dogs and shit, but no, nobody bought. Uh, Came to knock on the, on the door. You're kidding me. Yeah, that sucks. Oh, yeah, well, he's a new development, though. No, I mean, there's no, more is, there, hard, there's, is there a lot there's of no parking every time I go there? Ah. There's no parking. There's a lot of people moving there. No kidding. That's sad. Oh, yeah, we bulked up on though. candy, too. Yeah, right. Like, my wife bought a huge pumpkin uh-huh. and she filled it with candy. I'm like, oh, oh Lord. For one, yeah. we're walking around. Yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not, you you shouldn't buy candy if you're not going to be at your house unless somebody's staying behind. It. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody stayed behind. So then, you know, we probably got like, when we got home, probably. Yeah, she bought it for the kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the neighbors so just leave it on the porch exactly. with the first kid. I'll take it to Cuba next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can use his barter. Exactly. For goods. Like, oh, candy? Sure. You want this candy? The good oh, candy. candy. Here's some Reese's. American candy. Oh, I give you a car. Right. I'll give you a car. Why are they like, uh, what is it? Uh, I only do Asian accents. I'm sorry. I only do Asian accents. You sounded like Mike Tarzan. We're all Chinese. Everybody's Chinese. Yeah, they're all over there. That's true. If it's Russian. It sounds Chinese. You see what my boy uh, Guriel did in the in the World Series? Oh. Uh, is that the guy that lit up the Oscar at the end? No. Like the that? one that did that. Oh, he no, hit a home run of, of uh, Japanese uh, pitcher from the LA Dodgers. And I and Cuba people do that shit, but it is a different. You know? <laughs> so they go and there is a camera everywhere. So the guy is like, "Yeah, I I, I had bad luck against Chinitos or something like that in Japan because he played in Japan when he left Cuba. Yeah. But I hit a home run. Oh my god! Everybody was just suspending him next year for five games, no pay, whatever. Oh They made god. his life miserable. They wanted to suspend him for the World Series. That's crazy. 
<laughs> that is no good. All right, so okay. first of all, what are we smoking? Let's start there. Because the, you brought the, the Platino Sumatra. So this is the Platino Sumatra. Yeah. How many of these do you produce a year? Not many. No. Like 500 bucks of, okay. of 20 cigars. That's so it. it's a low production stick. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I was saying before, the podcast is more based on you know the people of the industry. So what I really want to know is, you know, how did you get started with Cordova Morales, and um, how did you first get into the cigar industry? So, take it away. <laughs> oh, you're recording already? Yeah, he's been yeah. recording the whole, the whole time. Recording this entire time. <laughs> the the, uh, the original stories just loosen everybody up. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. No. Where have you been? I don't know. I thought we were talking about. Well, know, that's just, how it's supposed to be. Yeah, natural to be, conversation. It's just a conversation. Right. Yeah. What's you know? It's not supposed to kind of be like. I don't know. Oh, like A and B. Mm-hmm. Hey, how are you? You know, and this I have consist this consist of like, I taste like, hay you know, and straw. Let me get my voice and, right. and onions. Here's yeah, my onions. ratings of you know. Uh, I'm getting I'm getting hints of chocolate. And, no, that's that's definitely not this. I'm this kind is, of a big deal. This is this is more cut and dry and, and more Relaxed. real, more raw. Yeah, right? I, I like it, but I, I didn't think we were what? recording. That's why you, you said that uh, we could curse. Yeah. Well, you can still curse. Yeah. It's a grown-up adult case. If I gotta go back and edit the, the first part, I will for you. <laughs> no, I get shit. Well, cause you have to do an intro. You have to introduce who they are. No, no I'll, edit, I'll put that on later. Oh. Yeah. You can do this in stages, different. That's okay. Right. The um, content, the the raw part of it is right now. Oh. So this is like the Bill Maher after the after hours, you know the exactly the fifteen yeah. minutes exactly. after the show, you know exactly. Ex- like except it's not so political. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> but it's gonna be funny, like he is on We already established yeah. that we already insulted the Chinese and the Japanese. Yeah, at this so point, yeah, we're, we're good. Yeah, we're already Let's add some more. Let's add plenty some more. of people. people. So, um, how do we get started? Yeah, you want to hear? Your, I want to hear your beautiful voice. My beautiful. Oh, your accent. Your accent is what. Do it. Oh yeah, do the accent. Like, I'll do it, but just on Chinese. <laughs> So, the, the company's gonna be what seven years already? Yeah, we started. We, we're going to our seven we years. Started our seventh year. Um, oh. So, what made you start your company? How about that? Started as a kind of like a joke, you know. Right. When I was in golf doing two cigars, those two cigars are probably seven years old already. That actually came up on my timeline today. My memory of doing the the nineteen hole Maduro in a torpedo <clears throat> and the. Churchill? The Churchill for nine. Put them in a two-count box, put a ball marker, sell it at the... Uh, Disney? Golf Club courses. Yep, and then uh, I think I started going to places and people people were like, oh, I like this cigar, you should make it in a 20-count box, you know? That's kind of where, where I started That was started the original right origin. So you started off as a golfer, yeah. right? Uh, a professional, you were like an instructor. Instructor. Right? Teaching for a while. Which we've never done yet. I right? know. Well, Top Golf you know, opened. I know. Been you see my so new profile I, picture? I, I, I that top Golf. Oh my God. So, so nice. I did it in Texas and I was pretty bad. It was nice. And they're opening yeah. one in Lake Nona too, but this one's already open, the one on International. So we should go, but I mean, you should have to play on like one leg or something like that. <laughs> Blindfolded? Yeah. One eye cover? Well, you can play with the clubs they provide there instead of your own, which you can bring your own. Too. I got rid of my cl- I had really what? nice clubs. I bought clubs when I was younger because I, you know. We well, all do that. I did that too. You think you're gonna be a? Yeah. I'm gonna go business. I'm gonna play golf. No. no. Yeah. We had a. We went there because we had declines from Denmark, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, we never. We, we played golf 15 years ago. Yeah. 
or something like that, right? Yeah. And she Let's wanted to play actually play on a course. And I'm, I'm like, like um. <laughs> Do you remember what? Maybe they play in a nine hole or something in Europe, you know? Right. But I say, if we, I take these two people to play golf and we spend three hundred dollars, you know, and then, then I'm gonna enjoy it. And the pace is so. Gonna <clears throat> we went to talk golf and they couldn't hit a ball. So the people almost fly off the third floor. Well, there's trying a net to there, yeah. right? But no, golf is. It's Got to put a lot it of looks, time in. It it's easy. not a, it, every sport is hard to play good, but golf even to play it decently, you need to practice a lot and invest time and money and and you know it's not not easy. But anyway, right. it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. They have nine different types of games over there yeah. that you can do. Oh, he played. It's cool. No, but to, oh, that's right. You know, have yeah. you been? No, oh. I haven't. So the balls have like cool. a GPS thing and it tracks everything. The speed, the. Oh, really? Yeah. So you can't lose the ball? Nope. Oh, and you try to aim for different rings and <laughs> yes, stuff like that. Yes, you get the oh, You can buy the ball. It's like $30-something. Yes. They have a GPS. Hit it. Screw that's that, not bad. $30. Well, no, no, no. Well, no, that's, that's if you want oh, to buy oh, it. Oh, just for the day. Yeah. I mean, if you go to Top Golf, you know, and you're going to go have a good time, you should bring a few hundred, a couple hundred bucks, you know. Eat. Yeah. And the food was pretty yeah, decent. Yeah, because you're going to eat. You, there's drink. beer, you know. There's yeah. all types of stuff. I was impressed with the food. Yeah. It's a really good experience. Nice service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anywho. So we started there. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So you start off as a golfing instructor. What makes you want to make your own cigar? Let me ask you that. In the beginning. No, in because the, <laughs> in the in the dawn of time. <laughs> you gotta say it in that. Uh, <laughs> I think the 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 truth is that I think it's in my blood. You know, that's right. And now because I am Cuban, oh, every Cuban has. Some family that makes cigars and half of them is lie, you know. Right. But that's it, true. It is true that I I come from a little town that has tobacco, that had two factories, that had despalillo, you know. My grandmother used to grow tobacco, so it, it is kind of in the blood, and it's probably my my biggest love, honestly, is cigars. Right. Because I love music. I love sports, I love golf and all that, but uh, cigars is something really close to my heart like that. Like I, I look at a bundle of cigars with no bands or anything, and, and for me it's pretty, you know? Right. A naked. Little, baby, little tear. Yeah, you, <laughs> you walk into a, any factory in Nicaragua, and I don't, I've never been to, the first time I went to Skip was last time when I went with, uh, but you walk in there and you walk into a bodega and, and you see the half wheels and for me, that's sexiest, you know? Right. And I have say, like... You can say it. Sexy as fuck. Same. I have like <laughs> five <laughs> And so, Sometimes I call myself, like, catch myself looking. I'm like, I used to, but you know, you have so many cigars. But you still go to your humidor every week and open and look at everything. It's okay. And, you know, this cigar, I had it for this long. Or somebody gave me a cigar. I don't care if I, tomorrow, I don't make any more cigars. Or I'm not in the business. I, I I love the business a lot. I mean, it's not just money, bro. And I mean, I, I could make money doing other stuff too, you know. And you know how tough this is to to make any money. Oh yeah, for sure. But I really do enjoy it, you know. Uh, We're all naughty. Nobody can see it's not. Well, that's why yeah. I said, oh yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. All right. That's what made me think about it because nobody. nobody I stopped. concur. <laughs> I love the I love the industry. I love. 
Yeah, we're, you guys are big about getting out and meeting the people. That's what that's, I've always liked about you. Yeah, too. I love. Yeah, that's my. I mean, you I do love hug everybody. Too. I was a little funny. Like I'm not that special. <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> but I mean it. I understand. I, I know you do. It. That's just it. You mean it. You're kind of like my wife. You you love everybody. Yes, but and when you say I love you, you mean, mean that it. to that person. Yes. Whether I, it's <laughs> some guy you just met, or you know, your husband. But I do. But I, I do. know you do. You're very sweet. <laughs> There's different le- levels of hugs. Oh. Okay. Mine was a little longer today. <laughs> see, see, here you, you got a little extra tap. A little swag. It was nice. Thank you. A little much. shimmy for you. <laughs> Anywho. I think one of the coolest things for me. Wait, is, we're, having own, we're having our own show up here, right? right? <laughs> so, like, I've learned that. You guys talk amongst yourself. As, as a manufacturer or brand owner, you, normally the state that you are in uh, tends to really flourish with your brand just because mm-hmm. it's local. People want to support local, and uh, it's easier for you to get around and kind of track, you know, those retailers. Yeah. But like, so I was just in Tennessee though, and I uh, saw you were with Mike. Yeah, I, oh I did Mike at the Humidor, <laughs> yes. and he loves you guys. Yeah, and I'm like, Mike. that was a big deal for me. I'm like, this is awesome to see that your product is here, and you know that you've established a relationship yeah. with a retailer that's not, you know, that's family. That's close, right. But he's one of my favorite guys out oh there too. Oh my goodness, yeah. the beautiful family. And you, there was also Pat. No, who was else? One of the the guys that uh, patrons. Mike's wasn't Travis? No, not Travis. Oh. Mm, anyway. But yeah, I saw. I was like, "Oh, look, <laughs> worlds are colliding." <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So you started off with the broadleaf, right? No, uh, the first one was the Connecticut Front Nine. Okay. And the Maduro, the first, the first one had a like a Habano Maduro. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, it was uh, Ecuadorian Habano Maduro. Remember? Yeah. Uh, then we switched it because it wasn't cutting it. No. <laughs> this wasn't the same. Trial and error. You wanted some of those. I mean, you know, a little bit the more. process. Yeah. Right? Totally. And, and that, well, the factory that you were rolling out of is still the same factory that you roll out of today? Yep. The first, uh, the, the, the main, the, the main cigars, you know, the ones that I started with still are done there, but I'm doing some other stuff. I, I've done a couple of things here and there, but now I have like, with somebody else, a small house, and I'm doing, I started doing only like, inexpensive bundles there but I'm working on better stuff okay what are you working on uh, cigar for the my boy in uh, Tallahassee and the girl that comes here uh, Valcari Valcari what's her name Scotty Scotty really sweet girl she's such a sweet um, and we're doing uh, the Cubanazo the big ring gauge one, mm-hmm. also like uh, in a six by sixty four box press and round, and also yeah, one with two like a double wrap for Thompson. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So, but nothing under the Cordoba Morales line just yet. Only that Cubanazo. It is under the Cordoba Morales. Okay. It has a low, but that's it's like cool. a six dollar cigar. That's cool. That's very cool. Oh, she's proud of you. She's smiling at you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but everything else. It, Remember, I did a couple of cigars in Tampa. Right. When the Platino started, I did the double figure round in Tampa. Uh, but everything else is done in, yeah. in American Caribbean cigar. Now, now owned by Gurkha. <laughs> really? Well, wow. in quotation. You know? <laughs> well, just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> so. <laughs> what happened was. <laughs> so what happened was. All right, so. You know what I think would be really cool is if you told people the Thai story. 
because that is one of my favorite. Oh, the tie? That is the Christmas tie? I was thinking yes. the same thing yesterday. Was no way. Design. It's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, like, that is something that, you know, you people could kind of get to know you and, and, and experience, you know, a little bit more of your origin and where you, where you came from, right? Oh, my. That origin? <laughs> that origin that I'm not too proud of. Well, it doesn't matter. It, it is what it story. is, you know? <laughs> We're all not proud of certain Some parts shit. of our lives, but the fact of the matter is you that, you know, they made those things made you who you are today, yes, right? Yes. So, and do it. Do I was it. I was <laughs> born into like a a cult. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and not like half, half, uh, well, the family was Jehovah Witness. That's funny. That when I didn't know we were recording, right? I said the the, the Halloween guy was probably Jehovah Witness. I know very well, you know. Right, because you had that experience. Half of the family was Jehovah Witness. You know, they don't they don't believe in anything. Cigars, or mm-hmm. you know, Jehovah's can't smoke. They do drink. Most of them are alcoholic. <laughs> Stop it. They can drink but not smoke. <laughs> they have a. They have a line. They're not allowed to get drunk. They're not allowed to. But yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> it happens. But we we didn't celebrate Christmas here. Okay. Or anything. They don't celebrate birthday. They don't celebrate Christmas. They don't celebrate. But on top of Mother's that, Day, being born and raised in, born Cuba, in Cuba, which I didn't know anything about Christmas. Definitely here. Christmas right. is not. Celebrated. I didn't know who Santa Claus was or anything. And when we came here, my uh, our like a sponsor, the yeah. the hub, get the family here, took us to one of the malls, and we landed. And mm-hmm. to get close to go to church soon, mm-hmm. I was thirteen, and they let me run around the the store. So I wanted to be a nice guy, so I went to. It was March. I went to the clearance <laughs> section, and I found, you know, I tied for a couple of bucks, and I'm like, yeah, I like this tie, you know. This guy's not spending a lot of money on me, just a tie. But I don't know what the tie. I just saw there was a fat guy there with a with a car going to the nail. What's that? No, he was on a sleigh. Sleigh with all the gifts and the gifts reindeer. And shit, you know? <laughs> Jolly old Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know anything about it. The man looks very happy. He's yeah. yeah, he looks friendly. I and like it had stuff. a lot of colors, you know, for Cubans. You always have like <laughs> loud. <colors>. Yeah. <laughs> the louder, the better. The cooler. So, <laughs> I went to church for. To the kingdom hall, Jehovah's Witness kingdom hall for a couple of months with my. But the uh, funny part my, was the, my time. The assembly. The, the first week it was yeah. the assembly. It was like a big convention. convention. Yep, two days. And uh, <laughs> it was two days, and I only had, and we had the pictures to prove that. Yep, yep. I only uh, had. Have you seen the pictures yet? No. Oh, I had to bring the pictures. I got it. I will bring it next time. I had the <laughs> black shirt. Black, black pants, pants and a Christmas tie. And my Christmas red <laughs> and Pop it like a mofo. <laughs> the whole to, to uh, people understand that they hate Christmas. And oh, Santa Claus yeah, and anything. It's, it's pagan. It's, it's uh, really bad, yeah, but it's yeah. really bad for them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. they don't even talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so I went to my assembly, you know, with my tie. <laughs> and I, everybody looking at me. And, <laughs> and you're really proud of the tie. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, but I even straightened it out. I even went to my mom one one day and I'm like, man, man, I'm either the hottest guy here or, or, or everybody, all these girls are looking at me, looking at me like crazy. You know? He was a tie. I didn't know. But, Sunday, you wore it again. Yeah, I did it twice. Same clothes. Everybody else. There is a picture of the entire family different clothes. I'm the only one that has the same shirt, same tie, same pants. And uh, and he continued to wear it. I yeah. I didn't have any other time. Somebody uh, like three weeks into it, 
gave me a couple of times, but they were like one color. I'm not wearing this shit. <laughs> After the meeting, he called me to the room. He said, oh, I'm going to have to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> he talked to you about your time. Yes. <laughs> he, exactly like that. He yeah. said, I know you might don't understand yet, but yeah. we're going to, you know, I got to explain to you, but this is a pagan holiday. That's Santa Claus and whatever. I didn't want to hear shit, you know? Right. You're 13 years old. Yeah. <laughs> you know everything. And I look at the motherfucker, and his tie was one color. This guy is jealous. <laughs> <laughs> he wants my tie. <laughs> He's he telling me this shit because his tie is one color and I got all these crazy <laughs> colors in my tie. So play a hater. <laughs> I didn't It's like I told my mom and then I, before you took my, it off. My mom and dad they didn't know what to say. They didn't know what shit either about, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, if they known they obviously would have told I you. I think more people talked to me and with you know, a couple of months I I threw away the time. You threw away the time? Yeah. Oh, oh, honey, that was like, that's a... They probably, they wanted to make a little... uh, Burning ceremony? Burning ceremony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's demonic. It's demonic. Yeah. (laughs) This is how we grew up. The poor Santa Claus time. (laughs) Wah, wah, wah. But that's okay. For Christmas, was it last year or the year before that Jonathan and Bamsky? They got him at Christmas time. Yeah. He's got a oh, Santa sign. Awesome. <laughs> All is right. Does it play music and have lights? We're no, no, we oh, need to make that okay. happen. All right. Order must be restored to the universe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep, yep, yep. So, oh my, we got yeah. Lots coming of crazy from stories. there, I mean, a <laughs> couple of people in my family are pretty mad at me because I'm, I make cigars, kill people for a living. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> it should, it should I know be my grandmother will be proud of. And, and that's why the company is her last names, you know. Right, grandma. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so that the company's names are both because mm-hmm. you yeah. know I, I tell everybody in Cuba you carry both last name mom and dad right so her last names were Cordova and Morales and that's right. what started yep. the brand yep. yeah. yeah and so on every band you'll find in the back a yeah, picture of picture grandma the and yeah link to her website and our story she put the sanitizer <laughs> yes <laughs> Can we make the a, Santa a limited edition? edition? That would be awesome. I could do it for Christmas yeah. next year. Christmas and make yeah. a cigar <laughs> band with the Santa tile. Oh, that the, that the whole band is just a yes. band. Yes. Yes. I think I'm going to trademark that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that in the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going that out. That's going to make like 250 boxes. Oh, my you gosh. Know. With a nice Santa tie outside. That'd be perfect. That'd be badass. And put the website exposing Joe's witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> XJW.com. Yeah. Read about it. Put it this way. I'll give 10% of the... The... Proceeds? Pro- to... Oh, yeah. For the people, people that are like... Are yeah, they're... T- yeah, volunteering. Leaving the, the, the... The cult. The cult. Yeah, which apparently Leah Remini is going to be doing uh, the season three on JW's since she oh, finished with the Scientology. Oh, she gave up on the Scientology? Well, she's did she two seasons already, so I guess. Or? She said she wants to do other ones and that Jehovah's Witnesses is one of her. Yeah, so that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be badass. Mm-hmm. So, so, all right, so you're 13. <laughs> you, go, you, do, you do your tie thing. Yes, and then right? after that. And then you get into, well, somewhere along the lines, you get into golf. 
right? Oh, that was you. Oh, yeah. Much <clears throat> I've done all kinds of things. Yeah. In this <laughs> Lots and of jobs. I, I, okay, hold on. You know in Living Color, the Jamaicans that have, like, you like only have three jobs? <laughs> you lazy man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's oh, <laughs> what did you do? Why don't we just Chinese again? Good job, Chinese. So what did you do? What did oh, you do? Man, all the things I've done in this yeah. country. Ooh, first job. Clean pools. I was a roofer in Miami after the Andrew, Andrew Hurricane. I mean, I came in a couple years after Andrew, but still, I mean, there was work in Miami for Ooh. for years. Right. You know, Homestead was destroyed. I did that. I did construction. Uh, I moved to Orlando. I mowed grass. I was a DJ. A DJ? Yes. Did you DJ in Miami? I did in Miami. Like, yeah. Wiki, wiki, wiki. Yes. Being a frustrated musician all my life. Right. No, he's really good. He is. But I had the. What do you play? Percussion. More than anything. I can do a play a little thing, but. Conga, bongo. But I I even I can say that I play with Arturo Sandoval. He's an eleven time Grammy Award winner. Mm-hmm. He's got a couple of good songs. Yeah. yeah. Just a few, huh? <laughs> I think I've heard of him. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, sure. You know what's up. <laughs> he didn't do a song about Cordo Morales though. No, he no. can't because he's a Arturo Fuente guy. He's tied in. He want he would love to. He told me at the end. I know. He he said he blurted out and then he he's like, oh, um, so. No, I have his text. He when text I say me, I'm I, gonna, I want to do that, I mean that that's never. Because <laughs> when we did the Clave Cubana, the original. Before with, with Arturo Fuente, did, no, Arturo Fuente did a uh, like a DVD. Right. And he did the music for that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But the CD that Arturo won a Grammy with it, mm-hmm. right. Latin Grammy for the Fuente family, yeah. that was after my Clave Cubana. And I remember him coming to Vegas and looking at that. He's and like, the guy who did my music, musician in Miami, was his conga player for five years. He's like, why do you have that guy there? You know, and like, why don't you use me? I said, eh, he, like, that'd be awesome. we, we did it, you know. He's in Miami, you're in LA now, whatever. He's like, oh, next time. You do something with music, I'll, I'll throw a couple of <laughs> trompetazos, you know? Right. And and then I call him, he's like, oh, I regret that, I can't do it. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. It's not going to happen now. I mean, he's got Opus X on his trumpet, like the big... Really? Oh, yeah. You'll see... He plays everywhere. Plays Every trumpet that he has has Opus X. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a big deal. Uh, yeah. That's a nice little promotion there. He gets a couple of boxes every every month, you know? I'm sure. Has, you know? Sure. He told me a really cool story last time we were hanging out today. Well, were, he was said, just in Castleberry not too yeah. long ago. I don't know if you... Yeah, he you came know? to play for free. the pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He said David that... What? Did you take Cologne with you? David? Yeah, David was yeah. there. Hilda, the you know, it's funny. Hilda's brother is a trumpet player and he replaced, replaced him when he left the D.C. Gillespie United oh, wow. Nation Orchestra. Mm-hmm. When he went world. to do his own band, Hilda's brother uh, is the one that took over his place. So when I told him who she was and all that, they he sent a little message to him, yeah, brother, you know. Yeah, they play cool. together all over the world. I mean, he, he they probably play a good year, year and a half together all mm-hmm. over the world with the United Nations Orchestra, which is, was a... That's a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny, Arturo told me that, that when I get to the festival the other day, I'm rolling cigars, you know, people coming in, and this guy come in with a big Arturo Fuente sure. shirt, you know? But I'm thinking this is just a groupie and he likes Fuente, you know? Okay. And he came to the table. So he's <coughs> like, oh, nice cigar, but I get one, you know? He said, no, no, I'm a little biased. Bias. Bias. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just messing around. I don't know who the guy is. I'm like, 
Don't worry, man. You know, Cordoba Morales just uh, recently purchased Arturo Fuentes, so you're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfucker look at me and say, he didn't like that, you know? Right. So he walk away. But he kind of laughed, but he walk away. Mm-hmm. And then when Arturo comes out, comes out, they hug and talk and everything. And, and I go to Arturo, who the heck is that? He say, that's a general manager of Arturo Fuentes' warehouse, you know, main warehouse. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit, I... I told him I'd buy his company. <laughs> <laughs> Another lying Cuban. And then, uh, <laughs> Shit Cuban. But Arturo told me that, that before uh, Carlos. Carlos died, he he went to the... That's why this guy loves him. Because he said he, he was in the warehouse in, in Tampa, walking around with the old man, and he called this guy that was there. He's like, come here. He's in charge of the whole thing. He's like, you see this guy right here? Oh, yeah, I know. I love his music. Listen to me. You see him? Make sure the first of the month you always send his favorite cigars to his house mm-hmm. until yeah. the end of time. Mm-hmm. There is no, no matter what, you that's the first thing you do every month. And Arturo say that's like a clock in his house mm-hmm. every couple of days after the first day. Two boxes. Two boxes. More. Oh, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Arturo say he's smoking a. Arturo told me I, I don't know how he's 67 and still play like that, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. he say. <laughs> he told me, brother, right there I was thinking, I'm, uh, I have a problem now. I said, what happened? He said, the only time I'm not smoking is when I'm sleeping. He said, I go everywhere. I'm in hotels. Mm-hmm. I was in Turkey playing in Blue Note, Turkey for two weeks. I smoke 10 cigars a day. He said, I can't stop. He said, you never, I, it's true. I never yeah. seen a motherfucker without a cigar. He just went to the doctor and he's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's got Opus X coursing through his veins on <laughs> yeah. an hourly basis. Well, he's a what, Don Carlos? Uh... He, he only smokes Don Carlos. Oh, no kidding. Don't give him anything else. <laughs> no, yeah, that wouldn't look as good on the trumpet, though. No. No. No, not no. as recognizable. No. Right. For no. sure. Anywho. So, <laughs> so what made you come up to Orlando? Mm. It wasn't me. It was my family. I, I came to Orlando when I was 15. Okay. We only lived in Miami for like a year and a half, and... My brother left Cuba three months after we left in a raft okay. with 19 family members. No kidding. Uh-huh. And didn't make it. It was like 11 miles from Key West. Got caught, uh, intercepted by the Coast Guard, whatever. They put him in an aircraft carrier and took him to Guantanamo Bay. Oh my and he God. was there for a year no with kidding. a three-year-old, four, five. You know my nephew? The, right. That's money. Yeah. Cuban redneck. <laughs> So he was in, in Guantanamo for all that time. <clears throat> and when he came to to the US, uh, he worked in Miami in a, because he's a mechanic in a couple of shops. He didn't like it. He's like, ah, I want to, you know, do my own thing. It's really hard to do a shop here, you know? So he came to Orlando, worked for somebody for like a year, and then save money, opened a little place. And he, he had the business now for. Over 20 years. No kidding. He had That's great. 18 employees. And 18? Yeah. yeah he, 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 wow. made, he had two shops at one to, at one point, and then my other brother came from Cuba, and he gave him one shop to run, you know? Give it to him to pay little by little, but almost like as a gift. Um, so we, after he, he came here, my dad came in, my other brother moved in, my sister won the visa lottery in Cuba. She came in with our family. And then my the last brother that came in was in 2008. So everybody, all my family is in Orlando. No kidding. So there's nobody left in Cuba. I have, you know, 
Right. A lot of a lot of family because relative. my grandmother. My close families are here, but my mother, all her family is in Cuba, and she was aunts, uncles, cousins. One out of sixteen kids. My grandmother, that lady Yikes. behind the band, had eight boys and eight girls. That's, that's what happens when you live in Cuba, I guess. You make babies. <laughs> yes. No TV. Time. It's in like, the it's like when the, when in the, the countryside. 16, bro. It's like, how many kids do you think were born when the power went out for Irma here? Oh, my God. We're going to see that oh, in a few months. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're already talking about that. And a nice big baby boom. Oh, yeah, more babies. <laughs> All right, well, we have a couple of questions that we want to ask you that are kind of like uh, just quick off, off the top of your head mm. stuff. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, it's getting smoky up in yeah, this bitch. Sure <laughs> I like it. That's great yeah. for the lungs. Don't have to smoke something. Great for the lungs. Hey, so, ready? Go ahead, Mike. Right. Fire it. Will. First, first question: What one person, living or dead, would you like to have a cigar with? Damn. Could be anybody. Could be anybody. Famous or otherwise. Uh, yeah. See, we put you on the spot. <laughs> that's the design. <laughs> yeah, but that that's a serious thing. And I could talk to him and, and, and right, he's right, a cigar. Right, talk to him. He's gonna get him having a cigar. Yeah, or her. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Lee. Oh, Bruce. oh really? Oh, he likes That's Bruce. a good one. That was my. Uh, I was I don't know. No idea why, because I did a little martial arts when I was, but he's just always been like an iconic person. One of the jobs you had me. was a karate instructor. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I wish that one. I would prefer a mechanic, karate instructor, cigar maker. But he looked like a. Like a really interesting person to me. If you, mm-hmm. the things he did, how uh, ahead of his time he was. Mm-hmm. I like to sit down with that guy and talk. You know, Bruce Lee. Yeah, so I didn't know that. No. What? I mean, I know, like a lot of the questions that we asked you. Obviously, I knew, but I wanted to make sure that you know you kind of got your story out to yeah. to everybody. Um, like I obviously know the name brand where it all or, the origin oh, of it and stuff, right? But I didn't know Bruce Lee. Uh, that, that's uh, just because yeah. I think he's so interesting. Man. He good. was so interesting. You that's know? good stuff. All right, hit him again, hit him again. Hit him again. Uh, Best piece of advice anyone ever gave you? Wow. (laughs) Can we somebody Bruce Lee said? I mean, you've learned a lot, girl. You know, I mean, you've had various struggles coming from Cuba over here, doing 750 jobs in the course of two years, and then eventually becoming a a cigar maker and, and your own successful business owner. So what's the one piece of advice that somebody gave you that kind of stuck with you the entire time? I think it's easier than the first question because I, I had this. It's I always something had, you remember. Yeah, yeah. and so. I always had older friends. I mean, rarely did I, on, I only hang out with one or two guys my age. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my entire life. But I had this old friend in Miami that when I came from Cuba and I always told him that I wanted to do a business whatever and I'm I'm talking about I was 14, 15 and uh, he told me one day this is a really good advice I'm going to try to translate it and make sense right because okay. he was Cuban he said so say it in Cuban first or say it in Spanish say it in Cuban. first say you, Cuban. Know. <laughs> you know what I mean say it, in Puerto Rican. say it in Puerto Rican <laughs> say it in Puerto Rican throw that out there he told me he told me this is a great country you can do whatever you want but whatever you do do it right and sell it right. He say, if you make a trash can, and it's a good trash can, and you can sell a trash can to people, you are gonna be a millionaire. And if it's a, whatever it is, a cigar, and that that thing always stuck with me. 
because he had a couple of businesses and he made a lot of money. He he passed already, but he was a millionaire. He told me, whatever you do, we have enough people and consumers in this country to whatever it is. If you do it right and you sell it right, you make it. So so how does how do you say it in yeah, Spanish? How do you say it in Spanish? And me dijo, me dijo, cualquier cosa que haga, hazla bien y, a, y sé bueno vendiéndolo. Aprende a venderla, lo que sea. Si es una lata de basura, si es un, un carro, si es un instrumento, lo que sea, hazla bien, véndela bien. So, who taught you that? What was his name? His name was Bebo. Bebo? Bebo. That was his whole name? Yeah, I think... Uh, Everybody knew him by his mm -hmm. nickname. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, I, I, how old was he when you when you? Yeah, how old were you when he when he said that to you? He oh. was no, you were seventy. No. You were and I was fifteen. He was seventy. Seventy. So, wow. so that stuck with oh. you this whole time. Yeah, he he died not too long after I came from Miami. Uh, you know that guy, one of the luckiest person I ever met in my life. No kidding. He won the lottery twice. Wow. Really. <laughs> on top of having business and having money. He one time played like a, it wasn't big lottery, you know, in Miami, but he made like, he won like $3 million in the lottery. No Not like wow. $100,000. And then like a few years later, he said the Florida Lotto was hot again and he went and bought a ticket and he won again with like three other people, got a couple more million. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he could be out there in the record books. Uh, he won it twice. I'm sure he wouldn't be under Babel though. No, no Bebo. Hernandez <laughs> <laughs> was his last name. Her, Hernandez. Yeah. Everybody knew him by Bebo. He's the guy who helped my brother put his business. Because mm -hmm. when my brother left Miami, he said, I want to go to Orlando. And he came here and saved a little bit of money. He knew how hard working the family was, whatever. So he gave him like 50 grand in 1996. Whoa. Uh, yeah. I said, it's a lot of money back. He said, you, you pay me back, but whenever he never... Uh, Call him to when Never you start making him. money, you pay me with no interest of fifty thousand dollars. Wow, no kidding. Yeah. My brother, That's I didn't pay him in like six, seven years. Yeah, but, well, I mean, you know, getting a business started—that's mm -hmm. about. That sounds about right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. All right. It's—it's it, it's not the third question. But I'm just curious. How old were you when you started smoking? Smoking cigars. Mm. Yeah. I'm picturing a 13, 14 year old Z on a roof doing roofing <laughs> with a big cigar hanging out of his mouth That's with true. all these 40, 50 year old guys hanging. I always around. was in trouble because smoking because. Remember, some the of the scenes. family is not your is your witness. That was wrong. I'm gonna tell you something. Probably I never told anybody here. Oh lord! Oh, oh, juicy, exclusive. juicy! Because it's nasty. Cigar hustlers oh, podcast God, exclusive. Oh. No, it's nasty about did cigars. Your wife, did your wife need to leave? I never. No. <laughs> okay. In Cuba, this thing is called a cow. A cow? Do you, you heard about a cow and tobacco? Cow. Cabo. 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 Cabo is the. Where you hold the the gun, right? The gun too, right? Come on, how do you say that? I don't know. I'm trying. I mean, if anybody let's say somebody <laughs> listen to me in Cuba, he know. And cabo is the, this piece when the cigar doesn't, you know, you want to throw it away. Mm -hmm. How do you how do you say it? the butt? No, the butt. The butt. The, the butt. Yeah, mm -hmm. a cigarette. Yeah. And when I was like eight or nine years old, I used to go around the neighborhood. Couple of old men I knew threw the cabo away. Got it, light it up and smoke it. After this, these people chew on it for uh, two oh. hours, bro. But I, I couldn't have cigars in the house when I was growing up because the struggle. I had the struggle to go to uncles and La Lucha. They, they used to grow because my, my grandmother died when I was nine. 
No and, kidding. Yeah. And she was a cigar, you know, the tobacco grower and all that. But right. some of her kids stay doing it. They stay uh, in the business. And I, I had an uncle far away. This one was really far away from me. But my dad used to take me there like twice a year. That he still had a farm until the day. I, I came here. He stayed there with the farm. Hey, oh, uh, third question, what's your favorite cigar? What is your, your favorite, absolute favorite cigar? I know. Can it be uh, any, 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 any cigar? Anything. But, but you just want one. It's not, well, it's not I mean, one legal here and one from Cuba. It's not fair. No, it's, you, I don't care what it what is. is. We don't care what it is. What right. is your favorite cigar? Illegal is kind of a gray area anymore. I know. So, I mean, That's hard to, that's it is hard. Really yeah, hard. It's, it's a hard. Okay, question. so here, so you're on an island. <laughs> and no, no, I'm about no, no to kick you, anywhere. I'm about to kick you out of the helicopter, and <laughs> you're gonna be there by yourself. Which okay. And I'm gonna. Die I'm gonna give you one box of cigars to take with you. Damn, just one box. That's one box. So you're gonna be rationing that shit out like crazy. <laughs> cabos what? everywhere. What? Cabos, cabos, cabos everywhere. Mucho cabos. Mucho cabos. <laughs> so. What is the one box of cigars? It doesn't matter if it's Cuban. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What did you say? I need this one. I'll probably take a good uh, Siglo Six box. Yeah, Siglo Six. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, is is that what you're gonna say? Is yeah, that... I knew it was gonna be Cuban. Uh, which one? I don't know. No, no, <laughs> I knew it wasn't gonna be Cuban because it, that's that's why I say it's unfair because I think, and I really I'm not a the guy who. Oh, like everybody, he's the, the biggest company now. But I think it's really hard right, yeah. to be padron f for the quality of what they do, uh, how they do it. It's, for sure. It, it's impossible, bro. I mean, I don't think Cuba beats it. I don't think anybody beats it, right. honestly. That I like when it's a really good Cuban and it's not rushed and that I like that aroma a little better than every other aroma. It's true. Right. But it's the aroma. Yes. I think padron has made better cigars and what like them a lot of people you know but they've been 50 years making cigars bro and the other day uh this guy from corona he javier the other mailman over there uh -huh. we become friends you know and mm -hmm. we hang out whatever he gave me a powder <coughs> and i smoked that cigar there was a natural i don't remember what it was a 1926 natural and i'm like man it's hard to beat these people it you know? is. it is they burn like a dream they always draw the burn is incredible for a box press. You know how it right. is. It's always nothing rush. I mean, these people make cigars that are... They're good at what they in, do. Incredible. Same thing with, like, other companies. I think other companies, AJ, Pepin, there is a lot of people that are trying, and they make good stuff, but it's hard to be... This guy's been doing it for a long time. Very true. They don't rush anything. It's just the truth, bro. Well, the, the one good thing about having a Cuban on as your first podcast is, you know, you can definitely fill enough content and, and get enough <laughs> And stuff. then some. So, you know, I, <laughs> I wanted to say thank you very much to both of you guys for coming on. Yes, we really do you. appreciate oh. you coming out. We, you know, we love you guys. And, uh, you know, we're excited about what you're doing in the industry. And it's good to, to finally, you know, really get involved. But this is just a warm-up. We're going to keep talking shit. <laughs> this no, is just a warm-up. <laughs> We can talk shit about anybody you want. I, you know, we can have we can have you come on multiple times. 
we want to we want to space out. Content will not be an issue with Z. <laughs> we don't we don't want to ruin it, you know. So save something for next. Yeah. So yeah. So thank you very much for for coming on to the podcast and being our first guest. Yeah. Mike, do you got anything to add? Uh, no, but thank you. And I you like I say, I, I know I only mentioned one, but I respect cigar all the cigars making. Of course. Because I'm going to tell you something to close it that my grandma used to say. Okay. She says it's easier, and this is a person that dying 89 already 80 some years old so when she was growing up the biggest technology there was was a tv right you know and she always used to say it's harder to make a good cigar and a consistent cigar than to make a tv no kidding that that maybe doesn't carry as much weight now no it makes complete sense but she used to say to make a cigar and make it good all the time that draws the burn that tastes good it's harder than making a tv it's all for her my tv was the it, you know I right, mean how right. is there people that I can see there you know and it's true man every cigar maker anywhere in, in Dominican Republic Honduras I respect them all of them because there is a lot of people making good cigars out there I know I was putting your feet to the fire asking for your favorite cigar <laughs> you know that's why I love the question because it's yeah. tough you know it is really tough I, uh, Fuente made some good cigars too and and they've been doing it for a long time too you know right. it's the truth but well, you make some good cigars too. Thank you. Thank you. We try. We try, you know. we try our best. <laughs> All right. Well, that's pretty much it. This has been a Cigar Hustlers podcast, episode one. It's over. That's it. Turn this shit off. Get your ass out of the seat. The dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. So get back to work.